Stephen Krotis on SAFM. There are two different stories this morning from different outlets about corruption in the Gauteng Health Department. The first from Amabungani saying that uh, an acting head of department stands accused of accepting bribes to influence tenders. They're talking about a whistleblower who seems to have provided an affidavit. The second, News 24, talking about, they say, a company linked to the Extraction Network, this is Tembisa Hospital, is still making money from the Gauteng Health Department. In the meantime, conversations around the corruption we've seen in health and the introduction of the NHI. Professor Alex von den Hierfer is the Chair of Social Security Systems Administration and Management Studies at Witts University. Professor von den Hierfer, good morning to you and thank you for your time. We've seen so many different reports around corruption in the health department, particularly the Gauteng Health Department. This must have implications for how you would introduce a national health insurance scheme. Well, it should. What it shows is that uh, this kind of corruption can become systemic and it becomes systemic when it's effectively driven from the top. And uh, the Babita Diokaran story is it's not only the corruption that she discovered, it's also how the assassination is followed up shows that there that the response has been tepid. The forensic investigations have uh, been very, very slow to get going. And uh, and all of these networks, which are quite easy to identify, continue. And in many cases, for instance, in the News 24 story, those networks very often involve companies that don't have the capacity to supply the equip- any equip- medical equipment or medical supplies, and yet they continue. These are all suggestions that uh, the the driver of this needs to be prevented in the way we run our health system and the national health insurance proposes to have to continue with the system of political appointments into the national health insurance fund, which would be a procurer of the entire health system. And that is uh, a, a fundamental problem. And it actually suggests that um, there is a, that, that there's a worrying motivation behind the proposal itself. Sure. So, to put it another way, would there be a bigger pot of money and perhaps less safeguards to protect that money? Yeah. So the what we're seeing is that model is already uh, in play in every single province, in every single public entity that we have. In all of them, ministers have substantial powers to appoint and to interfere in the procurement process. We see this in energy as well. The, the moment you've got ministers involved in procurement, you've got the possibility that uh, the uh, the party itself becomes part of how you access the state and how you capture the state. So this is where it's it's problematic. And the NHI fund, theoretically, its end point would be to procure around about uh, sort of eight eight hundred billion rand year worth of uh, healthcare goods and services, and um, that's a big temptation when we're already seeing that governance model deliver corruption on a systemic basis and on an industrial scale in virtually every single area of the public sector. It seems incredible that, you know, despite an assassination, we don't really have proper investigations or certainly nothing that we can actually see. I don't don't know. I mean, you've suggested before, I think, different sort of hospital boards and things like that. But it seems that almost nothing changes. And I know everyone likes to change the system or add a new level of accountability. I don't know if that works either. Well, I think that a new level of, well, first of all, the civil service and the public entities can have proper governance models introduced that sever the relationship. In other words, take the powers 
of a member of the executive, whether at municipal, provincial or national level, to actually interfere in the senior appointments and in the uh, procurement system, because that allows somebody to essentially very quickly establish an extraction network. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing extraction networks that are established, people on all sides of the contracts. And the only people who end up being prosecuted are those who might not be um, associated with a faction who's responsible. Um, it might be some people acting on their own, uh, as opposed to within the sort of syndicates, um, uh, uh, kind of uh, with their team. And uh, and what you also see is that when the, the prosecutions, you might see somebody going down, but you don't see the head honcho getting caught. So, for instance, in Babita Diokaran's case, they find the people who um, shot her, but they don't find the person who paid them. <laughs> and yet you'd think it's a relatively straightforward matter to move from the one to the other, and there's nothing. Professor Alex van den Heerfer, thank you. Chair for Social Security Systems Administration and Management Studies at Wits University.